Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast, episode number 83. I'm your host, Chris Rucker, along with my co-host, Marty Vasquez, coming from, as Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, the mean streets of Los Angeles, California. How is life out there on the west side, Marty? Life is getting good. It's getting better. I'm starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, not to die but to move forward with life because there's a glimpse that shit might start the life might be happening again sometime soon um down into we're officially into month number two of lockdown quarantine here um i'm hoping this is the end the last month of quarantine um some news out there is the fact that there's less hospitalizations starting to bend and trend downwards uh other than the fucking idiots out there who think it's a good idea to go protest and like <laughs> you know what there's so no look there's there's two protests going on there's a protest of hey we want to be let out the house we're tired of being at home fuck social distancing and then there's a protest of no we got to keep social distancing and we need to stay home but the protesters, protesters that are protesting to stay home are violating the social distance and stuff. And they're just fucking stupid. Well, and Florida just opened up beaches again, and everybody's flooding the beach right now. So all of them some bitches are going to be sick again. Yeah, and like, like, out here, our beaches are closed, but there was a big, giant protest in Huntington Beach yesterday. And well, people like in, like just surrounding the businesses, and they're like, oh, we need to, we need to open the state open again. We need to open, like, you know, I don't mean this to be... I don't want no one to die from it, but people need to learn the lesson. Yeah, like simply. If you're I feel gonna, the same if way. You're if be you're a being fucking idiot, irresponsible, and just, and be like that. Yeah. Like you deserve to get what comes to you, and at least get the one that gives you like the squirts and shit. You like know, that. like let, let that shit, like, <laughs> just, like I want you ain't get the die. Al- just get shit your the elevated food poisoning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let that shit come out both ends. I'm just saying, teach your ass to stay home because if you're shitting out both ends, you ain't going nowhere anyways. My uh, my friend Brent that lives out there in in L.A. He used to go when it first started. He would go jogging around the parking lot of the Rose Bowl, and he told me they shut that shit down recently to where parking he can't lot. even do that anymore. They ain't even a parking lot there. The Rose Bowl. We park our cars on the golf course. Well, he showed me a picture of a big ass no, like I'm, they have. They have. They do have a parking lot, but like for UCLA games, usually most of the cars end up on the parking on the golf course. Like, can you believe, like? That's how fucked up that golf course is. Like, they're parking on the golf course for the Rose Bowl. Oh, golf. My God, why'd you have to say that? Like, okay. I haven't played golf since August of last year. Neither have I. You want to know why? Because my golf clubs were stolen in September. Well, I mean, you've had plenty of time to buy new golf clubs. Yeah, but I was gonna, I'm was going to. i glad I didn't buy golf clubs because I would have bought. I was looking at a nice set of golf clubs, 
and then Florida didn't happen. So then, not only would I have bought a new pair of golf clubs I couldn't go use, but then I would have spent all that money on golf clubs when I'm sitting at home. I well, I've told you that February is the time to buy golf clubs because the last season's golf clubs go on sale, even though they're brand new and nothing's wrong with them, and the new season comes in. That's when, that's how I got mine. I got a brand new pair of Adams golf golf clubs that were like, I think they were like seven, eight hundred bucks, and I got them for one fifty because they were the last year's model. Never used, never anything. They were just trying to get rid of them, and I've had them for like six, seven years now. Yeah. But golf club, golf clubs or golf courses should still be open. They are, but oh, I just not out here. They ain't. yeah, they are out here. But I just i I'd rather not chance it. Like I I go to work every day, so yeah, that's different. That's enough. You Some know what I mean? Like I'm shit every single yeah. Day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the percentages too much. And then like I go to the store and shit like that when we need stuff around here since I'm already out in public. So I don't want to chance it too much. Um did you buy anything wrestling related this week? Um, <clears throat> no, I didn't. Because I made a big one. However, I uh, I got my eBay game on this week, and I've been playing the e- eBay game. Um, I haven't won a single fucking thing. I was uh, I had one in there for a rock figure. And, Glad you brought up the rock. And then I also had something in there for a, a Power Ranger set, like the original like ninety three Power Ranger action figures in the triangle boxes still. Um, and I had the bid, and it, like someone outbid me, and then I had put an alarm on so that it would go off, so that I knew like, oh shit, like it's about to expire. Like go make your final bid, and I fucking didn't hear the alarm. And I looked mm. down; it was like three minutes after. I'm like, son of a bitch. It was three figures. It was the Black Ranger, Blue Ranger, and the Red Ranger. And dude, I had that shit like on low, and I still, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" I didn't, I didn't get it. I was so pissed off. I, uh, I actually got something from eBay this week. Uh, I bought original loose figures of the Shield. I posted a picture of it of them like on my kitchen counter, all doing the, the Shield fist bump. Oh, you just got those this week. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had pulled them out from the shelf or something. No, I just I saw them. They were like eleven dollars or something like that. I was like, oh, that sounds like a deal. Let me let me get it. They were really. The guy actually sent me the wrong batch. Like Dean Ambrose is all scratched up, and Roman and Seth were in perfect condition almost. But he he emailed me and was like, yeah, my buddy sent you the wrong one, so you can just keep that one, and I'll send you the correct one. So I have two sets of them. And the only one that's messed up is the Ambrose set of the other set. So, I actually, yes, I did make a purchase on eBay this week of wrestling. The WWE. Um, so, I have all these little figures on here. And I'm missing one. And it's like the third one that was released from like two years ago. And it's The Undertaker. But it's the <laughs> it's the final one that goes to the whole, hold on, dude. But it's the whole set. Like, it completes all three rings, and then I have all four, all, all the figures for it, all 12 of them. Um, and I actually did find, I had been looking forever on it, and I can't find it nowhere. And I, find, I was like, you know, eBay, let's take a look. And they had it on there, and I didn't even do the bid. They just said, fucking, nope, I'm not going to do the bid. Buying it, done. Uh, I should probably have that in a couple days. Um, but, yeah, I did make a, um, an Undertaker purchase this week. So yesterday morning, I get online and I check WWE shop sales like every day because they always have a really good sale. Like I got that Intercontinental title 
for 200 bucks. Apparently, I missed the Flash Amazon sale that was going on. I'm in a uh, wrestling belt group on Facebook, and everybody on there was talking about it, and I completely missed it. That Amazon, I think we talked about we this talked last, about last week, week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, that Amazon had a big sale. So I checked WWE like once every couple days, and they now have the Rock signature title that he never used on TV. Uh, just the title by itself is 500 bucks, And I was looking at the specs of it. The main plate is like 20 millimeters, which is huge because usually like if you get a four or six millimeter main plate, like that's really good. This one's 20. The belt itself weighs almost 10 pounds. I was like, wow, I can't wait for that to go on sale. I'm going to get that shit when it goes on sale. And, you know, that's what I was thinking throughout the first part of the day. Then I see people posting about it and there's a thousand dollar uh set that comes with like a Brahma Bull carrying case and it's got the fucking rock elbow pad and one of a hundred. And I see people like, I'm gonna buy that and then resell it for like three thousand dollars. And I'm like, Yeah, that's a hell of a come up, but if you don't <laughs> and you just get your money's worth back out of it, like it's it's a hassle. So I was like, Yeah, I'll wait till it goes on sale. It was about I don't know. 11.30 last night, I'm like four or five glasses deep of Maker's Mark in. Get on WWEshop.com, and I'm about to buy the WrestleMania event cups that I wanted, and they're sold out. And then the wheels start turning. I'm like, what if they sell out of this rock belt, and I have to pay like two or three times the price for it? Let me go ahead and see how much money I got in the old PayPal account from podcasting and you know refunds and <clears throat> shit like that. And I'm like, eh. I got about 400 something dollars in there. Okay, let's see how much tax tag and title and all that is. It was 562 and I think I had like four something total between PayPal and Venmo in there. So, went on ahead and pulled the trigger, Marty. And I have a Brahma Bull Rock World title coming towards me. I actually put my WWE Network logo uh, up for sale on eBay. Hadn't got any hits on it yet, but... So, yeah, that was my big purchase of the week. I told my wife, I was like, so I bought something. <laughs> that's helping uh, me cope with this. I guess that uh, that kind of narrows. The, if you, now that you got the Brahma Bull title, kind of opens up what your plates you can get with on your title. Oh, well, you're selling it off, you said, aren't you? Yeah, and and that's another thing. You know, I told you I was going to do the, the Big Eagle title for The Rock. Well, now I don't have to do that. I can just use that title for The Rock. And then get the other three that I wanted. Um, so that's good. Like I'm excited. It's a the belt looks dope. Like I've I've seen it in person when I went to WrestleMania. They had it in the uh, in the, the WrestleMania access yeah, thing. That thing yeah. looked fucking legit. I saw it there, and this replica looks dope. It looks way better than the Stone Cold belt. I hate to break it to you, Austin Marks out there. This belt looks way better than the Stone Cold belt. Way better. That Stone Cold belt's like paper thin. The only thing remarkable about it is it's got snake skin on the back of it. Well, guess what? This rock one has uh, suede. It's got blue suede on it. And the carrying case that comes in. Did you get that picture? <laughs> that I case is fucking sick. Is that case not dope? That case is awesome. It comes in like that rock shirt that he used to wear. His $500 Versace shirt that he used to claim he wears. So, that was my big wrestling purchase of the week. I probably won't buy any more for a while. <laughs> yeah. And I do have the... The WrestleMania event chair coming too. Whenever they decide to ship that off, so 
that was my uh my wrestle not WrestleMania, but my wrestling purchase of the week. You said you didn't buy anything. Well, no, you no, yeah, I got I got the Undertaker figure. That's all I've gotten so far. I gotta gotta be careful what I'm buying right now. Who knows what happens out of this thing when I'm going back to work? Yeah, I uh, also one thing that happened to me today. I spent two hours on the phone with a financial guy, like trying to get involved in uh, investing and buying stocks and shit like that. I I put some money on Robinhood, bought a few stocks this week, including WWE, and then uh, spoke with him. He kind of coached me up on how to get into it, what I need to do to research and shit like that. I'm gonna try to get into that, man. I'm I'm to the point now where I don't want to work. You need to you 65. need to look at Disney, man. Because that's just dropping. That's just dropping. It is. It is and dropping. Once they, th- once they open up, that's just going to fucking skyrocket. I think I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out. And, you know, like our boy Rich Davis, I'm going to wait till I'm going to try to wait till it gets bottom dollar, like something that I'm going to put a number in my head. And if it hits that, I'm going to buy a few shares of it. Right now, it's like 106 the last time I looked at it. Because I did look at Disney. Yeah. Um, so he was telling me, you know, kind of telling me what stuff means. Like and it's real eye opening. I mean, he we went to school together, and he's retiring this year, like as a millionaire from, and he started at thirty one, so seven and a half eight years later, he's a millionaire now. But like anything else, you gotta have money to make money. So that's something we're uh, we're getting into, and it's got nothing to do with wrestling, but shit, it's life. Well, I mean, it's WWE. Yourself a shareholder. Yeah, I am a shareholder. There you now. go, right there. So, we're essential. <laughs> and everybody bitching about them being essential. So we could bitch I about you. we could bitch about you and all the releases. Then is that what you're saying? Hey, man. One of my reasons that I bought it was at the very bottom. There was an article that said Wall Street is ecstatic with the WWE releases that came. Well, are we gonna get into that now? We're gonna get into that later. We'll do it in, in segment okay. two after we take a break. Um you, you fucked up my concentration, Marty. You're the one that was rambling on. You're talking about stocks. I'm sorry. Not just your hey, central. This is not just a wrestling podcast. Like, I, we're trying to help motherfuckers get Did rich. I ever say it was? We tried to help people get laid last month or the month before that. You know, we tried to get people's dick hard. Then we tried to get them to shave their balls the month after that. Now we're trying to get them rich. Like, I mean, we do it all here. I mean, and all. how I mean, in every every episode, we try to get them drunk. So just saying yeah and we'll definitely do that later because we have a new award a weekly award named after everybody's favorite female wrestler that you have to take a drink when she is mentioned on this podcast miss santana garrett excuse me while i take a drink of my maker's mark so if we're done catching up marty we'll take a break and we'll come back and talk some wwe releases sounds like a plan this is Boot to the Face, episode 83. We will be back in 60 seconds. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode 83. And a lot went down this week outside of the ring, Marty. We had release after release after release after release. People are upset. People are mad. People are frustrated. And how do you feel about it? What do you... As far as uh, 
WWE actually <clears throat> releasing people. What are your feelings on it? What? Not talking about who got released, just your feelings on them releasing people during the pandemic. Uh, I mean, I, it sucks. It totally does. Um, but looking at it, uh, I mean, there's a lot of us that people who have lost their jobs or are um, on on leave or furlough or whatever it is right now, um, and doing things that they shouldn't that they should still be working. And when it comes down to it. I mean, business-wise, it's it's a smart decision. It's it really is. It sucks for all those individuals who have lost their jobs. Um, you know, these are all people that are in position that are making decent money or should be. Um, so it's you know, they're not like they're you know spending forty thousand dollars a a year on figures or nothing. Um, <laughs> Shot. Uh, no, I will get that later. That's that wasn't even a year. That was a that one was, buy. No, 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 it wasn't. That's one purchase. That was one purchase. I thought one no, purchase. No, because it yeah, is thing. I thought it said that he had at at that point he had one purchase. Oh shit! I thought I read that he said that yeah. it was forty thousand totaled forty thousand dollars so far for the one purchase. Oh shit! He spent forty thousand dollars on one purchase. I thought it was all of them. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Then. Anyways, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, <laughs> at Major Brothers podcast better be doing nice <laughs> because <laughs> that some bitch is spending some guap. Uh, but I mean, if you got it, you got it. He's exactly, been there exactly. fifteen years. I imagine he's got it. I damn right. Um, nah, man. Other than that, you know, it sucks when you all of a sudden you's, you're waiting. And basically, you're, it's at the point where you're like, "Fuck, who else is gonna get released?" Like, shit. Yeah. But like, as a business side of it, an aspect of it, it makes total sense. I mean, they're gonna save. Um, what I, I, I four million dollars this month alone, just mm. from the releases. And oh, I'm wow. sorry, but like when they're not bringing in receipts, they've got to. They can't just keep paying out these these. They can't just pay out. Con- like here's the thing: when WWE when they're on contract, they're getting paid out whether they're on TV or not. They don't get paid per event. They get paid for maybe get paid more when they're on TV. But they're gone contracts, so they can't. They're getting paid out through that entire contract, so you're, that's basically money spent on people who aren't on TV. And I mean, to be honest, some of the people that are on this list haven't been on TV once in a year or two. Mm. Um, some of them shouldn't even be on TV. Here's the thing, though: like, there are people on this list who were released that shouldn't have. I don't feel should have been released. And there's people that are on the roster that's like you. You could have gotten rid of three of these people instead of one, and made probably made more money for your bottom line that way. These three people don't bring in as much, or even are on your TV. You know what I mean? So it, it sucks. It's a business aspect that you got to look at that way. You hate people losing jobs, um, especially when it's due to something that's out of their control, out of their hand. They have no control over. It. I mean, you can say like, "Oh, these people lost their jobs. They were released because of what they were doing or what they weren't doing in the ring." Okay, understandable. They're not necessarily true. Some of these people just they just lost their jobs. Like they just released them for whatever other reason. There might be other things going on with that. Um, I mean, some of these people have been in the company for decades. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah, it sucks. So the it's it's awful. Like it it sucks to lose your job in the middle of this as a wrestler, where you can't immediately. 
go out and find work. But nine times out of ten, when they get released like that, they have a 90-day no-compete clause anyway where they're still getting paid. So I'm not going to try to act like I know how their contracts work because I don't. But from everything I read, nine times out of ten, when people get cut, they're still getting paid for those 90 days that they can't compete. So, you know, you're already not competing. You're still getting paid. Hopefully, by the time all this is over, you can go out. You can find work elsewhere. Well, I mean, to but go with that, like, I don't I don't know. If they're getting paid still for 90 days, that's like a severance. That's understandable. Because um, that was going to be my question. Like, if they're getting released out of this, and here's the one that I've never agreed with. Like, if they're going to get released and it's on their own terms, like they're requesting a release and they get release granted, then, yeah, they're absolutely 100% should be a non-compete clause. Like, you're asking for it? I'm going to grant you to leave because you want to go somewhere else. But guess what? You can't wrestle somewhere else for this amount of time because I'm going to grant this to you. Right. But when it's something like this, it's like, hey, we're going to let you go because we just can't afford to keep you on the roster. Um, I don't think that that should be – there should be a clause on there at all. Um, I think that's kind of fucked up because it's like – Hey, we didn't ask for this release. You, we just woke up this morning, and all of a sudden there's a phone call. Hey, you're no longer employed by us. Well, um, if there's a severance, that makes sense. Yeah. But if there isn't, then that's If there's a non-compete, up. you still get paid during the non-compete. Well, then that works. Because you're still under contract until those 90 days are up, well, as that, far as I know. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're, hey, we're releasing you, but you got 90 days of well, most of them. I know. In a, I was reading NXT's getting paid the 30 next days. thirty days, but the they people. only but they only have a thirty day clause though, right? So, well, actually, no. So, know. what I what I also read there, <clears throat> they have a thirty day clause, uh, but they can even the ones that are on the roster that are still on can still like after thirty days are basically free to do what they want without mm-hmm. being released. But there ain't shit to do, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> So they're still getting the check. They're still, you know, but look, it sucks. We're not trying to defend WWE, but take your feelings out of it and just look at it like everything else. Jobs across the world, not even just this country, all over the world are laying people off because they're not bringing in any money right now. Um, It's a global pandemic. This shit's never been done before. How you expect WWE just because they're WWE to continue to pay people when nothing. And these are people that aren't even on TV. Like you're not getting a crowd. Yeah. You're not getting a crowd at all. So you're not getting a gate every week like you normally do. Uh, You know, WWE network subscriptions are still where they are. Ratings are down. So TV contract people are probably pissed off. Um, you know, what do you expect? Like, layoffs are going to happen. And for people to think, well, Tony Khan's not going to do it. Guess what? That shit's coming. And one thing I've been seeing a lot of is people getting upset because they're saying WWE hoarded talent. All right. Just off the top of my head. Monday Night Raw, main event, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live. Am I missing something? Those are just the shows that I that I know off the top of my head. Right. All right. Then you got a pay-per-view every month, sometimes two pay-per-views, sometimes three pay-per-views. Then you got to go to Saudi Arabia. Then you got to run house shows. So, yeah, you're not seeing all these people on TV, 
But guess what? Your Becky Lynch's and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, they're not wrestling every house show. Somebody's got to take that time up on the house shows. And that's what a lot of these people were doing. They weren't just hoarding talent to hoard talent and keep them away from the indies. They were hoarding talent because they had so much content and so many brands to fill. If so, you don't want somebody to be injured out for two, a year and a half with an injury, then you can't have them on, on the road wrestling 350 days a year. You got to give them breaks. You got to spread them out. You got to have a, a brand separation, and and so that you can get have got to have these other talents so that that has happened. For those like those are saying, oh, they're holding talent. They're also the first ones that are bitching complaining when somebody gets hurt because they're overworked. Right. It's like, well, you can't fucking have both sides. You got to got to pick one or the other. And yeah, they're they're not. I mean, are they hoarding talent? They do have an excessive amount of talent. Yes, they do do things to prevent them from going into competition. But you think they fuck that the talent cares? No, they're getting fucking no, paid. Not if they're getting paid. So it's like you're gonna keep like I mean there was, I think there was a, an interview, I I, I listened to a, while, a long time. I think it was the Deadly Boy. I think Bubba Ray was talking about it. And he's like, they Your had for, they had nothing for us to do. So Vince called us and said, stay home. We're still gonna pay. Guess what? When I went to that mailbox every week, I still had that page or every month that paycheck was still there. I was getting paid to stay home because they had nothing for me to do on TV. Am I complaining? No. I still got paid. You know, simple well, as that. The, these these guys nowadays never do that, though. Like the Revival, they get paid handsomely to stay at home, and all they do is bitch about it. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, look, if you want to be the best, I get it. Like, the competition, you're a pro athlete. You want to go out and prove that you're the best of the best of the best of the best, sir. With but, honors. <laughs> but at the same time, you're being paid handsomely. All you got to do is stay in shape. And as uh, Zack Ryder would always say, stay ready. Zack Ryder, like, I have so much respect for Zack Ryder because he's corny as hell. Like, (laughs) let's get that out the way. (laughs) But this guy changed his entire body around, worked his ass off, got over on the Internet on his own TV show. And anytime they did call on him, he was always ready. He was always in shape. He was always ready to go. Never complained, never did anything but work and anytime you listen to wrestlers talk about who they think deserves a chance or who they think is whatever they always bring up Zack Ryder because he was always there he never bitched he never complained and again stayed in shape like if you remember back when Zack Ryder first started he was nowhere near in the shape that he's in now like that dude is is pumped up now and so you got guys like that that I have all the respect in the world for and you got guys like the Revival who just bitch and complain and get on social media and cry and whine. It's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you won the NXT titles, you won the Raw titles, and you won the SmackDown titles. You're CM Punk in that shit. Like, they're giving you everything, and you're complaining because they're not giving you everything and a cherry on top. That's the shit that I don't like. But people don't see that. They just see, oh, the Revival, they'll get to wrestle the Young Bucks now. Yeah, well, good luck with that shit. And as soon as the Young Bucks beat them and they get taken off Dynamite for three weeks in a row, they'll be tweeting again and bitching about that. And then they're going to be at Ring of Honor. And then they're going to be bitching the fact that there's a Ring of Honor. But this ain't about the Revival. This is about, you know, all the people that got cut. Marty, I believe you have the list. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go down the list of people that got cut. And then each of us is going to pick... Five people that we think would benefit or the brand that they go to would benefit of getting those five people. Are you ready for this, Marty? Yeah. So, oh, you said the, the hold on, five people. Let's say it again. Just pick five people. Okay. All right. 
five people that have been released and where you think they should go, where they would benefit the most from going. Say you think, you know, Zack Ryder should go to NWA and you think the NWA would benefit the most of getting him and he'd benefit the most of going there. That's one of your people. Okay. So we'll pick five each. Okay. Um, so just a question. I, I feel like the revival they're not on this list, but I feel the revival are part of this list. They count. They, they just count. they because yeah, it was like before. the it was like the week before that. Yeah. So you know that was or part of that. Actually, a couple it. days. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. So I'll go. Um, mm-hmm. We'll start. I'm actually going to start with the with like on air. I'm going to give everybody on this. There's a big list of people. Yeah, um, you don't have to do the behind the scenes people. Fuck them. No, nah, but there's some <laughs> big names on there though. <laughs> not I mean, fuck them. Like but you know and, what I mean. And here's the thing though. Even some of these wrestlers. Some of them haven't been released. Some of them have been furloughed. So, like, I, I lost that list I had. It said who was furloughed, who was fired or released. Um, but I can't find it right now. But, I mean, just, like, producers. Because this is going to affect it, too. This this affects the backstage. Right. Um, I mean, I'll say the big uh, names on the backstage. Before you, before you do that, I'll, I'll say this. I see a lot of producers that got let go, right? Like Fit Finley. Fit Finley's, you know... All the women wrestlers in the world, in WWE anyway, will tell you, like, he's the guy for them. Like, Shane Helms, uh, he got released. Um, Serena Deeb got released. So, what happens if Shane Helms is the guy that's been going to the hill for Braun Strowman? Like, I don't know this. I'm just using this as an example. Like, Braun's my guy. Look, we got to give Braun the title. Now, Braun's the world champ, and Shane Helms gets released. And now, next thing you know, Braun loses the title to Bray Wyatt, and he's tag teaming with Nicholas again in yeah. two weeks. Like <clears throat> well, these these like, these cuts they did are, are 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 big. Like they're not just cutting people that are just hanging out. Like no. they're cutting big name people. Like one of the writers that was released is the writer behind the whole Sonya, Mandy, yeah. Otis, and, and Dolph Ziggler storyline. I tell you what, they didn't they didn't miss her this week because that shit was good. Last right. Night. Um. Uh, but some of these producers, I, if I remember correctly, like Shane Helms, Fit Finley, they were furloughed, if I remember correctly. They weren't released, they were furloughed. So they're on, they're basically on unpaid leave of absence. Uh, but they're still contract. Uh, either way, the name's on there <clears throat> that people are going to really know. And how's this? April 15th, tax return day, and IRS himself. Not Erwin R. Scheister. IRS himself. Bo. And and Bray Wyatt's daddy, Mike Rotunda, uh, like that's like fuck, dude, that sucks. IRS day or it's, it's tax day. And IRS gets released, like that's just fucking ironic as hell. Um, anyways, Fit Finley, Billy Kidman, who I forgot Kidman was still there as a producer, Scott Armstrong, who's been there forever, um, Shane Helms, Lance Storm, just didn't realize Lance Storm was still on the on the. No, Lance Storm recently got signed, like, within the last, like, six months to a year. Okay, so it was He new. shut his school down to go work for the WWE. That's what's – I've seen a lot of stuff about that. I think that's really fucked up. Like, yeah. they should have made – because he shut his wrestling school down to go work for them. And then six months to a year later, he gets laid off. But go ahead. Uh, Aiden English and Kurt Angle. Um, and then a bunch of NXT – uh, possibly furloughed Cassius Ono, uh, but he's on the list of release. Uh, Serena D, like you mentioned, a um, still a bunch of the, there was actually six more releases today, uh, but a lot of guys from like overseas. Um, but the, uh, the biggest name on there, Diana Perazzo, 
Alexander, Jaxic, MJ Jenkins, Tanaira, Conti. Um, those are the big names from NXT that were that were known, released. And then you get into the main roster. We got the Revival, No Way Jose, the Canalises, Zack Ryder, Epico and Primo, Rusev, Eric Rowan, Mike Kyoda, Sarah Logan, Eric Rowan. Oh, I think I already said that. Oh, he's on the fucking twice. What the fuck? Uh, Leo Rush, EC3, Eric Young, Slater, uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson, Hawkins, and Drake Maverick. All right, so just okay. A lot of people. Biggest surprise. Who's your biggest surprise to see on this list? Biggest surprise? Yeah. Honestly, none of them surprised me. Really? Rusev's been wanting to get out for a while. So, and and his wasn't necessarily a just straight up release. His was a contract dispute, which is why he hadn't been on television lately. Mm-hmm. So his doesn't really surprise me because he wasn't going to resign anyway. Um, I'm actually surprised that Lana didn't get released more than anything because Rusev is gone. So there's that. Who who's your biggest surprise? Um, I th- I think when it comes, to, I think that I think Rusev, to be honest, is a surprise. Like I know that he's kind of been looking. To having disputes and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, he is a name that's valued. Uh, he's definitely somebody that should be on that roster. And the fact that Lana just signed a new contract, um, I, f- I felt like they would have done whatever they had to to keep him there. Um, especially because if you look at this list and who might go somewhere else, I feel like Rusev could be the biggest threat somewhere else. Right. Well, I mean, they don't give a shit about him. Like, the guy got over. That's true. And so... All right, Marty. Let's let's play our game. Let's let's pick our five people that we think would benefit going somewhere else, and where we think they would go. I have my list. If you don't have yours yet, I will be happy to go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna write mine out real quick. All right. So I'll start from worst to first. Number five, Tenara Conti. I would love to see her go to NWA. Um, I think she's really good at performing, talking shit, stuff like that. With a studio audience, you get her in there with Melina, Sienna, Thunder Rosa, uh, Marty Bell, people like that. I think she would be really good in the NWA. Plus, they have a little Latin flavor. Like they don't have a lot of a lot of Latinas in the NWA. Uh, number four, Gallows and Anderson, obviously going back to New Japan. Going back to the Bullet Club, or maybe not going back to the Bullet Club. But they were huge in Japan before they came to WWE. Send them back. Uh, number three, Deanna Perazzo to AEW. And this is a package deal. All right, We talk about AEW's women division all the time. Not only am I going to send her there, if Fit Finley's released, send him there too. He could help their women's division big time. And if it's not, and he's just furloughed, then send Serena Deeb because she works with the NXT women's division. But Deanna Perrazzo with a package deal would either fit Finley and or Serena Deeb in AEW would do wonders for their women's division. Who, let's be honest, the last couple of weeks, I don't know what 
what they've clicked with, but their women's division has been way better for like, I don't know, maybe the last month or so. But send them there. Number two, Zack Ryder to AEW. Easy. Big money. Don't know what his name would be. Him and Cody are, you know, tight. They've always been tight. That one's easy. And my number one, Rusev to New Japan. I think Rusev would kill it in New Japan. He's fucking monster heel. Could you imagine him versus Minotaurus? Holy fuck. Rusev to New Japan. Don't go to AEW. Don't go to ROH. Don't go to NWA. Rusev, go to Japan. Go over there and make a killing. Become a monster again. And then come back to the States after two years of a Japan tour. Then come back to the States, maybe show up in AEW or ROH or something like that. But then again, New Japan works with ROH, so he'd still be able to do cross promotions with that. But Rusev in New Japan, I think that's got money all over it. And those are my five. Damn. That's, um... I, w- I wasn't even thinking... I mean, I'm you know every now and then, Marty, I, I can, I throw shit against the wall. Sometimes it sticks. Rusev the New Japan's got me excited though. That's fuck. <laughs> like I, I can't think of anything else anymore. Like I'm like fuck. <laughs> Could you ma- like holy shit? So many matches. H- literally like, him against everybody. Like he could take the 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 you the, fuck he. Destroy Will Ospreay. He'd make Jay White his bitch. He'd the match between him and Okada. That you know would be a fun match. Like not only would Minotaur and him be like fucking fun to watch, but him and Naito would be a fantastic match together. Like holy shit. Him and Balak Fale. Fuck, dude. Mm. Yep. Oh, that's so good. Well done. I don't done. want him in Bullet Club. Either. I don't want, I want him in Bullet Club. Just, I want yeah, him to I want be him everyone just... in Bullet Club. Like, that is... Oh, dude. You're going to make you're gonna make me want to chase my shit for him, then. <laughs> I'm on... Fuck that. I'm on board. Like, Rusev to eight to New Japan. Yes. I'll start watching. Fuck, that gives... Like, oh, man. All right, all right. I'm, I'm Sign back me up for New Japan World. Fuck. Uh, all right, so I got. I'm gonna start at the bottom. I got EC3. Um, I like EC3. I think he's a guy who has the talent. He's got the body. He's got the look. He. My wife likes him. He has the history to be a leader and a champion. Um, I think he's the name, and and somebody who, even despite being underutilized for the last three years. I think he's a dame that could bring a crowd, and I think he's a name that makes people want to watch if he's done and used right. And I think if you let him do something different and let him be himself, and we've we've seen what he can do with Impact and TNA, like trouble, it, trouble, trouble, it's, trouble, it's, trouble, it's, trouble, it's ridiculous. Trouble, trouble. So per, personally, he's a name that if he's leaving, he's leaving WWE, he's a name that can help bring attention to Ring of Honor. Um, I don't see him going back to TNA or going back to Impact. I don't see him being a threat on on AEW, though he would be there. I feel like he'd be somebody who just got locks in the shuffle. He'd be like Jack Hager, you know, just just there to be a big body. Um, 
I think Ring of Honor, he gives another name and another history person to be there and to have those matches, you know, along those lines, you know, PCO or Jay Lethal or, uh, you know, it just it doesn't matter. You put him in that ring, I think it's it's something that's worth watching. He brings a level of the ability and talent to to run a promo that AEW severely lacks. And I think that their storytelling isn't as great as it used to be. And I think that he would be able to help amplify that up a little bit more. So him to to, to Ring of Honor, um, <clears throat> especially because Marty already said there's names on this release list that he's willing to sign. So this all depends on what they do. Um, I did see his name pop up after um, a few different things. It looks like there's a lot of people that are, are looking for him. So that would be interesting to see where he lands. Um, Conti, she's another one. Um, but mm. I think I see her at AEW. Uh, I mm-hmm. think you put her in AEW, and it adds more value to a suffering division. Um, that division, over the last couple months, has been getting better, absolutely, with the people they're allowing to be on the forefront. And they're bringing more names in to make them a stronger division. And I think you put her there, and I think that elevates that up a little bit more and brings more stock value to the women's division of AEW. They're, they're having too many people in the women's AEW division that are just there to fill a spot, and it doesn't make it worth watching. Um, she comes from the, the background she has, and, and being in NXT and being able to grow and develop there, it gives her an opportunity to bring that over and, and have those matches and help bring up those st- people that are there, bring them up. Because that's that's what not only do they not have the name that of the, st- of the talent in the women's division, but they don't look like they have anybody who's working to develop these women in that division. And I think she's one that can absolutely do that. Um, the club, absolutely. Uh, New Japan, I don't want to see them in... I mean, if you put them in AEW, it'd be great. Obviously, you're going to have a feud with them. <clears throat> uh, maybe a partnership with Kenny or going up against Kenny and the, and the club and the elite. That's easily there. Um, there's too many factions already in AEW. Um, their tag team division there is stacked as is. I think they get lost in the shuffle, and or they just take the name from everybody because of their name, which is easy to do for them. Send them back to New Japan. It makes me want to watch it more, <clears throat> whether it puts them up against the club. I mean, I think if you go back to New Japan, you put them in a story against the Bullet Club. I mean, mm. they've been going so long. I mean, they <clears throat> all of them have been posting things. Thomas posted things. Um... I think Bad Luck Fale posts something. I even think Jay White posts and stuff. Uh, walking her back. I mean, I think Carly Anderson is a founding member of the Bullet Club. Uh, but when it comes down to it, they've been talking the last two years about how they're the original club. They're the original OG. They're the only club that matters. They're not going to bring them in. Let them go back into the Bullet Club just to have them kick them out and prove a point. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you've been talking shit for two years. Guess what? The fucking Bullet Club isn't the same club that it was around when you were here. It's fucking better. Um, and I think that, and I think that'd be awesome having them back in New Japan. They're proven stars there, so it'd be fantastic. Um, Zack Ryder, he's a star. I love Zack Ryder. I always have. Um, and I think it's. I think that one. I feel like that one above all else. If if he's not. Um, undocumented with WWE, I can easily see him being like, "Hey, we're going to release you from your contract. 
We're going to put you on the 90-day non-compete. Once this is over, we're bringing you home. You know, Chelsea's here. This is your home. You've been here. Vince has a has a hard on for those guys who are loyal to him and have been with him and are willing to do whatever they can. There's a reason why Truth's been there for so long. The reason why Zack Ryder's been there for so long. Uh, he Slater, unfortunately, is the reason why he was there for so long. You know, there's these guys who just are there for the company. And Zack Ryder has been one of those guys who's been a mainstay for that company and, and been a WWE guy. So could WWE be doing something backstage where, like, we're going to release you, but we're not going to release you? I, if they're going to do that, I think Zack Ryder's the name that they hold on to. Um, if it's just a full, just we clipped it, we cut it, we're done, we're soldering the ends here, we're going on. Um, AEW, I mean, it's, it sets itself up. Him and Cody are such good friends. Uh, I think it's 91 days, and we see Matt Cardona um, in AEW, and I think he elevates himself to a level that we've never seen him before. It puts him in a position that he deserves to be in. The dude's a fucking workhorse. He deserves to have more. He's one of those guys who's deserved to have more than what he's been given. Um, and then Rusev. I had Rusev going to AEW just because I felt <clears throat> that he can just be the number one name there. Right. Uh, and he deserves it. The guy got himself fucking over multiple times as a heel and a face. Uh, but now that you, you fucking mentioned New Japan, I'm like, I can't get that out of my head now. Like, that's just fucking, that's the money. It's well, smart. And, and one reason is because everybody can't go to AEW. Like, no, we like, talked earlier not. about WWE. We're, we're talking about WWE layoffs. If WWE's laying people off, eventually AEW's going to be laying people off. They can't afford all these people to just sign them off. And they already got Hager. They already got Moxley. They already got Jericho. They got Cody. They got Goldust. They got, they got all these WWE retreads. Like, they can't just keep bringing in ex-WWE guys and pushing them to the hilltop. I think Rusev eventually will go to AEW, but just for entertainment value, man, seeing him go to New Japan and put on clinics with people, because Rusev is good in the ring. Like, we forget, because he's so entertaining, that when he first started, he was the Bulgarian brute, and he was like a, a fucking monster heel. He could come in with that to New Japan and just wreck shit. But, you know, you got him going to AEW originally, I see nothing wrong with that. I just, I just don't want everybody going to eight. Because like we talked about with Hager, and like we talked about even Lance Archer right now, he's getting a bit of a push, but eventually he's just going to get lost in the sauce. And you know Rowan's probably going to end up there with Luke Harper. Yeah. So, Rusev in New Japan to me just makes sense, and it's something that I don't think a lot of people see coming. Yeah, like here's the thing, you you send him to New Japan. I, I I don't see Lana staying in WWE very long. Well, I mean, with New Japan, you know, they can take those two and three week tours over there, That's true. and and wrestle and record and come back home and you know, well, I mean, her, get, her program she's still getting paid handsomely. Yeah, she's still being paid handsomely right now for Total Divas and WWE. Oh, so I don't see her just getting rid of that paycheck. I don't care. Lana needs to be on TV somewhere. I am not going to disagree with you. But what I am going to do is send us to break. 
our final break. When we come back, we will not only give the inaugural Santana Garrett Wrestler of the Week award, but we will talk about everything that happened in the sport of pro wrestling this week. We will give you like a 10-minute recap. Right back. Boot to the face. Episode 83. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Episode 83. Boot to the face. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez. Marty, let's do a drink check. What are you drinking, sir? I'm drinking a beautiful amber ale from Fat Tire and New Belgium Brewing Company from good old Fort Collins, Colorado, my own stopping grounds. I am having a Maker's Mark along with Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Yes. It is fantastic. You can gag all you want. Shit's great. It goes well with Maker's Mark. 43% alcohol volume. What are you looking at? Um, I have NXT playing, but it's showing Chompa Gargano with the crowd. I'm like, when the fuck was this filmed? <laughs> so I, I think the episode from this week ended and it jumped something different because this is like, yeah, this is like the second match I think they did. I asked about a drink check because we're about to have to take a drink because we are about to announce the prestigious award winner for the first inaugural Santana Garrett Wrestler of the Week Award. Marty, we discussed this earlier. Who'd you say? (laughs) Santana Santana Garrett. Garrett. Yes, so everybody's got to take two drinks now. You know the cool thing about Santana Garrett? Everything. Well, yes, absolutely. She had a match this week on TV. Fantastic. On Hulu. I had to seek it out. I just turned it on Hulu. Yep, I play. I watched it while I watched um, AEW. It was a good, uh, good-looking match. It was. Uh, Liv Morgan, her they they back and forth. Santana doing what she does best, and the other talent over, making them look like fucking superstars. She's at the top I, of the game. There's two moves that she does that I love. I love the somersault she does into the forearm. Yep. Where she like rolls backwards, does a somersault and hits the forearm. And I love the suplex float over into that bridge chin yes. that she does. So fantastic. I want to see her put that, that that bridge on fucking Charlotte Flair. <sighs> she won't do that to Charlotte. Charlotte won't let her get any offense in. She's a 12-time world champion now. She's, she's lost 11 Ten titles. but 10 times. No, she's 12-time. Did she say that? They're counting both her NXT title oh, reigns now. She's a 12-time stupid. champion. So that just makes that, you know, now Bailey or Sasha's got... Hey, you know, hey, hey. Before we... We're not going to get negative, okay? No, We're no, talking I'm about saying. the inaugural Santana Garrett uh, Wrestler of the Week Award. We're not going to talk about Charlotte. Oh, okay. And the winner of this week's... Santana Garrett Wrestler of the Week Award is drum roll, Marty. Did you forget who we picked? I, I did forget who we picked. Cesaro. Cesaro. Boom. I was like, wait, wait, are we going match? We're we going. Yes, the Swiss, the Swiss Superman. Yes. Ah, uh, in a loss Superman. to Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, we picked Cesaro as our Wrestler of the Week. Um. I'm not a big Cesaro fan, but I do like Cesaro. But he's just... The dude can do everything. 
not only can he do everything, he does everything well with what he's been given. You know, when he first came up from the NXT, his tag team with uh, with Kid, uh, when he got back down to NXT, when he came back up, and then with League of Nations and his tag team with Sheamus, like. I don't care what anyone says. Cesaro is definitely, like, he's the guy who, I don't care who you put him in the ring with, he's going to have a damn good match. Whether the outcome's what we want or, or you know, whatever's going on in the ring, he's always going to come off looking like a star because it doesn't matter who's in the ring with. He can do what he does and does it at a high level. Um, he's one of those guys who can always perform at a high level but also help make the you know, the winner of the match or the opponent look better than they are as well. Not saying that happened this week, because obviously Daniel Bryan is a, is a name of his own, and Daniel Bryan can hold his own and does the same thing. Uh, but we've talked about it last week. We talked about it with Takamania a couple weeks ago after WrestleMania. You know, Cesaro is one of those guys who can, you can guarantee and you can put your money down that you're going to get what you want out of the guy. He's never, he's not going to, he's Mr. Dependable. Let's call him that. Mr. Fucking Dependable. You talked about Zack Ryder earlier, about Zack Ryder was always ready to go. Cesaro is the same exact way. Always ready to go. The guy fucking got his teeth punched out. And he was still fucking wrestling the next day. Teeth you punched know? up into his gums. But, you know, by the new, at that point, the new tag team champions, who are also the new tag team champions. Uh, but anyways, Cesaro, great match. He just always showcases what he can do. Um, the, I mean, they call him, you know, what, what do they call him? The uh, pound for pound strongest superstar on the roster. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he does everything. Like, it doesn't matter what move, whatever move he does, it does so well. Yeah, Swiss Superman. If if you look if you look at the name below that, I'm pretty sure somebody's name is already, <laughs> already there. Oh man, you're worse than Scorpio Sky. SCU. <laughs> Must be a SoCal thing. <laughs> Good God Almighty. That's an inside joke, people. I know y'all want to know what's happening, but we're not going to tell you. Matt Taven just posted a really good picture. Yeah. Dude, is, it the, is it the one with uh, yeah, with Canales? Uh-huh. Yep. Both of them. Yeah. I'm Matt Taven. Look at, look at the name right there, too. Just saying. My God, Scorpio. <laughs> Half the shit you sent me, my name's already there. I'm like, does this motherfucker not look at what's below it? No, I, I just I know. send it to... No, I I don't think of that far. I'm like, you know who would enjoy this? Marty would. That's why I went back. Cl- I sent you something. Clearly, I'm already, right. I already seen this shit. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> Everything you sent me, I've already seen twice over. But clearly, I'm correct when I think to myself, Marty would enjoy this. Yes. Because yes. you've already put your stamp of approval on it. Damn right I did. Uh, what were your big takeaways from wrestling this week? Uh, we, we You kind of brought it up a second ago. New Day is now your eight-time tag team champions here's my question if you're gonna have new day win the tag titles in a singles match why not just have kofi win in the the ladder match at wrestlemania um because why not give why not give biggie because i have a feeling that biggie would have been the one to to win that match but they also i feel like they wanted to get more out of out of this pandemic and get more screen time out of them. Obviously, they were able to stretch this out over two weeks. That's why. Um, I think it's smart. I've, yeah, obviously, Kofi's the man. But by letting by letting Big E do it, you give Big E that moment to have the show, the sh- the the lights 
on him and the spotlight upon him. Uh, if you give it to Big E, it, it's it's no different than the, the the women's tag team match and Nikki Cross having a great outing for Alexa Bliss to get the pin. You know what I mean? Like Nikki the vet, Nikki deserved to get that pin. Why not just give it to her? Um. Big E deserved to get that win. Why not let him have it? So by being doing it this way, you're able to stretch it out over a couple weeks, get some more TV fill up on it. You don't have to worry about you know another segment which you got to fill time with. Um, and, and let's be honest, when it comes down to Big E winning this, it was absolutely fantastic. It, it, I wanted the Usos to win it. End of the day, yes. Um, yes. But what we've been talking about, and I, I mentioned this a couple times already. You know, it sounds like. They're aiming the big uh, the um, the new day to take the all time WWE tag team record because as soon as they met as soon as he got the win, the first thing they say is they're now one within uh, a one away from the all time tag team record. Who's got the all time record? Dudley oh, Boys okay. at nine. Really? Uh, yeah, because when they came back, they were only one away from ten, and they never didn't. Devon get released too, or was that no. a rumor? I haven't seen. Are you sure? Come down. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up now. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead and keep talking. I'll look uh, it up. But uh, no, I think that you know, gave him the opportunity to get the win. It was good. It let him a spotlight. You didn't want if you, you don't want to take it away and give it to, to Kofi. Um, as much as Kofi deserves everything he gets, um, it's good to get give, uh, give Biggie the opportunity as well. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. They show Xavier and Kofi from home celebrating, uh, even though uh, Xavier's entire uh, call was a uh, promo for everything they do. Um, it doesn't matter. It was cool as hell. Um, yeah, that's that was a that was awesome. New tag team champions, the Miz and Morrison, no longer have the titles, which is even better, and it's fantastic. Yeah, um, can't find anything on Devon. I swore I saw somebody post something earlier that that Devon had been released as a backstage agent, but whatever. Um. I I love the new day. We we've we've talked about this already. I just don't understand the constant not putting the titles on the fucking Usos. The best tag team in the world right now. I don't get it. Um I was really excited months ago for the New Day versus the Usos at WrestleMania had we been there. And I said that to say this. I read today, Marty, that Los Angeles may not be ready next year. For WrestleMania, and that the WWE is looking at Plan B for WrestleMania next year. How do you feel about that? Am I just am I breaking news to you right now? You are. <laughs> you don't look. You don't look happy, <laughs> dude. How's that gonna be ready? Because like that arena is supposed to be ready for the fucking season this year. It is, but people aren't working there right now because oh. of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's shut the fuck. That, they're fucking stupid. And they're saying that year in away. L.A. in L.A. they're saying that they they might not be letting people Do we gather in big events like that until 2021, end of April. So WrestleMania may have to be relocated. You know where's a good spot, Vince? If you're listening, Atlanta. Hello, got a big new stadium. Hey, like the Falcons are doing anything there besides breaking out them ugly ass jerseys? They I'm got, okay man. with that. I'm completely okay with that because I am not, too. not only do I get to watch the you know get to go, I'll go to Atlanta and, and have no problem watching Mania in Atlanta, but when does WrestleMania happen? Opening week 
of the Major League Baseball season. And who plays in Atlanta? The motherfucking Braves. Sign me up for WrestleMania and fucking opening day at SunTrust Stadium. And listen, by that time, we will have bought the new house. Plenty room. You and the girlfriend come down. We'll throw some steaks on the grill. I'll cook them the way they're supposed to be cooked. So what you're saying is that I got to bring my own steak. <laughs> you can bring what you want, but I'm cooking the motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to bring my foreman grill and cook it out of my car. <laughs> foreman grill. I've, first off, I love the George Foreman grills. <laughs> like, so <laughs> I love the Foreman grill, but that shit overcooked steak. Like that's I've never per- put a steak that, on there, but the burgers are fantastic. That Bratwurst, is oh my for God. those who want to eat their steaks well done. This guy. Yeah, so Foreman grill is perfect for you. Um, so other day, this is way off topic, but we're, we're towards the end of the show. Fuck it. We can, we can, we can veer off into the other lane a little bit. Somebody accidentally sent us Panda Express. Yeah, I saw that. I've never eaten Panda Express before. Oh, I like Panda. Never eaten there. So then yesterday my wife gets a taco mac done from... Uber Eats or, you know, one of those fucking places. I'm really thinking about getting Longhorns to deliver for me. I need Parmesan crusted chicken breast and a sweet potato so bad. Like, that's all I want. And a Jack and Coke. And and Longhorns is the perfect place to get that. Marty, yeah. when they released... When they release you out into the wild, if we haven't talked about this before, where's the first place you're going to eat and what are you getting? Sushi. Sushi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my my last dinner, my, my so here's the thing. We we went on lockdown the day after my birthday. And my birthday we went out to like to like Roadhouse Steakhouse. Um we had like fucking prime rib. Uh I I had I had a damn good steak the night before we went into lockdown. Um I can cook. I can cook a bomb ass steak at home. I make some killer chicken. I can make any Italian dish I want. Fantastic. You want to know what I can't fucking make? It's a fucking killer sushi. And why? I don't just go fucking go catch a fucking fish. We can't cut go the motherfucker up and eat it. Can't fish. Why? They they block. They locked uh, locked up the fishing licenses. You can't you can't go fishing. You can't get a fishing license. You uh, yeah, fishing wildlife's closed. Uh, they have closed off all the trails, all the lakes, everything out here. So you can't even fish right now. So let me uh, ask you something. I've I've never had sushi before. Does it not taste weird? It doesn't. It's uh, raw fish. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So where I eat sushi, it's like all you can eat. So it's like twenty five bucks, thirty bucks with a drink, uh, and it's all you can eat, dude. Like I I will put down like a hundred and fifty dollars with a sushi. Um, it's not, it's, I mean, like I eat, I eat unagi, which is eel, um, full circle here. Um, we're talking about friends earlier and I I was watching friends yesterday and the episode was like, Ross was like, you're going to have the power of unagi. And you're like, isn't that fucking eel? It's like, it's a mythical ninja power. <laughs> Anyways, unagi is <laughs> my favorite shit. Uh, but, but, so when we started recording, we were talking about Friends, and I was telling Marty how I think Ross is the biggest piece of shit on Friends, and Marty was disagreeing with me. So when he said we're going full circle, we really are. We started out talking about Friends, and we're about to end talking about 
Ross having the power over Nagi. He damn sure didn't have the power of a good father because he was a horrible father. But me Anyways. and Mario already discussed that. <clears throat> Anyways, um, of the year. but I eat. Nigga so away I will get a dragon a child support. <laughs> I will get a dragon roll, which is you know Unag or eel. Um, I eat see uh, I eat sea urchin as well. Um, and that's just like a high delicacy. It's like they don't even like that little, but they only let you get like two pieces total the entire night. Um, I get like a, a big lobster, like a lobster um, roll, which is just, that. I mean, some of the stuff is cooked. Um, not all sushi is like just full blown raw, um, but shrimp, lobster. I get some fried calamari, some octopus. Wait, some wait, eel. wait, wait. Calamari is what? Yeah, it's a uh, squid. Okay, I thought. Well, then what's uh, what's snails? That's um, uh, calamari. No, not calamari. I just said that. Um, oh, what? What the fuck is snails? There's uh, a word for it. It's like calamari, but it's different. Um, people listening are like, y'all are fucking idiots. You don't know what snails are. As soon as you say it, I'm gonna be like, "Yep, that's it." Yeah, a caviar, caviar, caviar. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Uh, but no, like I, I like eel and octopus, um, uh, and squid. Like I eat that cut up, uh, or I eat like fried calamari. Um, yeah, dude, some tuna, whether it's yellowtail. Um, there's just a bunch of different. There's like. Three or four different types, albacore. Uh, yeah, dude, there's just so much different kind of sushi meat and stuff like that. I'll fucking chow down, man. Me and you are some way mis- different. Some fucking I'm miso a, soup. Some, if some I'm gonna uh, eat something sake exotic, bombs. If I'm going to eat something exotic like that, give me some fucking fried gator. I fucking love fried gator, man. We don't or have any turtle. good places out here. Fried turtle. Papa Doe's. really good. Dude, I've had turtle. I like turtle. Yeah, like, I fucking I'll eat love that shit. We I'm don't have no like that kind of way. Like eel it. and fucking squid and octopus and all that shit. Have you seen a fucking octopus? Yeah. That shit ain't made to eat. Them so hold on, ugly as hell. They're so, like from a different planet. When I get octopus at like the sushi restaurant I go to, like it's like the legs are like sliced and and like filleted, you know, sort of flattened. We go to a Korean barbecue place out here, and they give you like. It, have you been to a Korean barbecue? Yeah, I love Korean barbecue. Okay. So the Korean barbecue we go to, they have octopus is one of the options of meat you can get as well. No. And no. it's like actual like full blown like baby octopus, like head, tentacles, and you just throw that shit on the grill and then you eat that shit, man. Like Wait. The head's it. there too? Yeah. So he's looking like the guy from the fucking Thanos' click that's like, hear me. You are about to die from the great Titan Thanos. That guy. That's what the shit looks like. It's like it's like the fucking crack. So, <laughs> reverse full circle. <laughs> reverse full circle. You talk about fucking <laughs> uh, the best of the best of the best, sir. With honors. With honors. You, you remember? You remember when like when they go like capture Reggie and Reggie shoots out the baby. So his wife pulls out the baby squid. Oh my god! I can put yeah. that shit on the grill right there. Men in Black. Ugh. That's disgusting. Anytime I think of Squid, I think of Old Boy from The Avengers. You are about to die from the great Titan Thanos. 
Do not look at this as a loss, even though you're dead. <laughs> look at it as an honor. <laughs> that guy was an asshole, but I liked him. Also, so the last couple of days, me and my wife have watched all the Avengers movies. Thanos is that guy. Like, I fucking love Thanos. He beat the dog shit out of the Hulk. And then he beat up Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor all at the same time. And like, he gave... He made he made Hulk go into hide like a broken fucking broke dick dog and was hiding the rest of the movie. The next two movies, he didn't want no smoke. Hulk was scared. And now, then that the uppercut he gave... Yeah. The uppercut he gave Captain Marvel. <laughs> By the time she woke up, her hair was down to her shoulders again. <laughs> he knocked the dog shit out of her. <laughs> oh, I can't stand Captain Marvel. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah. I thought she was. I didn't watch the movie Captain Marvel, but when she was in Avengers, she was cool. That's because they fucking. She's the Charlotte Flair. Oh wow! Of the Avengers, you're gonna go there. She's thrown in your face, and she's. You. We said in the pre-production meeting that we weren't gonna talk about. You already brought her up first. When? Fucking earlier. About being a twelve-time champion. Oh, well, she was. She's a 12-time champ. I'm just That's saying, not you bringing brought her up first. Up. That's stating facts. You brought facts. her up first. Woo. Anyways. Oh, okay. My bad. I think I brought her up first. Yeah, you brought her up saying that Sonya did, did a better, better woo than Charlie did. <laughs> my bad. I apologize. Woo. I also brought her up again talking about Santana putting the bridge on her. And then you brought up talking about Captain Mar- Marty, are you a Charlotte fan? Let's get to the bottom of this. No. Do you like Charlotte? I do not. I think you do. I don't. I think you probably got a fucking uh what's her move called? The uh God damn it. What's her move? Where she does that little flip over bulldog the opposite way. Natural selection. You got a natural selection t shirt at home. You probably wearing that motherfucker right now. I, I do think I do have a Charlotte Flair shirt. <gasps> Why? Because it's one of those shirts that came in the uh, like the loot crate boxes. Oh, I have PWT's uh, crate coming this week. It's a USA. The people Is that the one with are Dusty, Dusty, Cody, yeah. Kurt Angle, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Lex Luger. I think there's a couple other people. I have that one, and I ordered the NWO crate from WWE this week. Where it comes with like a sippy cup that I was drinking out of last week. I'm going to get an NWO cup like that. An NWO bandana. I'll probably give somebody the poster that comes with it. Because Hogan's all over it. And we don't support the KKK around these parts. So so you know what purchase I almost made this week? I almost bought a bunch of figures. Because I found all the Ninja Turtle figures. All the WWEs. Oh dude, yeah. Dude. It was going to be like 250 for five of them. <clears throat> the, it was the first series, which would have been, um, it's like Macho Man, Cena, Sting, and um, it might be, I think it might be Ultimate Warrior, and then The uh, and the Rock, separate. It was like two fit. Dude, some of those, are, have you looked, like the Macho Man one figure by itself, like $75. Wow. I was like, fuck. John's always oh, Undertaker. It wasn't. It wasn't Ultimate Warrior. It was Undertaker. Ultimate Warrior's in the set with the uh, Roddy Piper. Um, 
But yeah, dude, I'm like, oh, I almost pulled the trigger and I'm about to. I think I just might. Just so I have those fucking five figures I want. Because I can't find Obviously, they're not out anymore anywhere, but... I'm so excited for that shit. rock belt to get here. Like, I can't wait. Like, I'm... I was me and my wife were sitting there watching TV tonight. I'm like, "Where's my belt?" She's like, "You just ordered it." Like, 12 I finally hours opened ago. up a box I had. Yeah, like I, I had some of them. It's been, it's been the same spot, but it was like in the case. I hadn't opened the broken the seal yet, but I finally opened it. I saw that earlier. I, I saw it standing there. I was like, "That looks new." Yeah. So. It's a figure. Explain to people what it is, Marty. Uh, it's here. a bust. It's a champion. So it's part of the Slam Crates like champion series, <clears throat> um, and basically it's the bust of the Rock hand raised. It's Hollywood Rock. It's got the, the black best vest. Rock. It's the got best the black rock. vest. The um, best it has a, Rock has this WWE rock. title up and flipped over like the Rock did it when he lifted him from the thing. Um, but then I uh, I had two of them because I I didn't open any of them. Hollywood Rock was so fucking good. Hey, there's the man. There's the man. Good old Becky Lynch. Goat. You know who likes hearing that? Barry Frost. Loves when I call Becky Lynch the goat. Because she is. Fucking Minotaro, Suzuki, whatever her name is. She ain't got shit on Becky Lynch. None of them. Becky Lynch is the greatest of all time. The only one, the only woman in the history of professional wrestling that can say she is better than Becky Lynch is Mickey James. The rest of them, go sit your ass down somewhere. I was looking before we recorded, today I was looking at like title reigns and holds and lengths. Um, she has had like the combined, since, since it went from the women's title or the Divas title, Becky Lynch has had the title more days combined and the other female on the roster. Including the woman that's won it 12 times? Including the woman that's won it 12 times. I believe the woman that's won it 12 times is like just... Seventh on the list or something. No, shit she's like in that? third. Barely in third above Bailey. Because I think Alexa is in second, just above her. <laughs> and this motherfucker's a 12-time <laughs> champion. And like five of her reigns lasted less than a month. Less than a month, and two of them were less than 10 days. One was one eight of them days, was less than like 20 one minutes. Was less, one was less than a half. One was left in a, less than a fucking match. Yeah. Wow. But she's the greatest of all time. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? I'm glad you're right. Because it's fucking Money in the Bank's coming up. And that, and that happened in Money Bank last year. Uh, I love. You know what? My favorite event that I've ever been to. Um, I, I, I obviously have been to some big events, but like my favorite moment. Um, I was at well, not one, not my favorite, but, but one of my favorite moments. I was at Money in the Bank, what 2016, I think it was, when Roman and Seth fought for the title, and Dean Ambrose won the the Money in the Bank, and mm. in that one night, all, all three, three Shield them. members were a champion. That was fucking sick as hell. My favorite Money in the Bank moment was last year when we were on Talkamania's pre-show, and I called. The four horsewomen during that same thing because th- three of them were there and Sasha was gone. And I said, What would happen if Becky lost to Charlotte and Bailey won money in the bank and cashed in that night? And then it happened just like that. And go fuck yourself, Dez, Mr. Well, everybody called it like that. Dez never wants to give us credit when we're right. Fuck off, Dez. You know what? I was that, right. That's not true because Dez always gives me credit when I'm right. 
Most of the time. No, he doesn't because most you called time. that Sonya Deville thing and he was like, well, everybody oh, figured that will happen. That's, that's true. And then Jay's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Down the fucking details from the beginning. I'm like, yeah, man. Come on. The fuck? Those, those are guys that we fucking love. Talkmania. Newest guys on Spreaker. Uh, that's about it, Marty. Damn. We fucking ran long. Um... I want to give a couple shout-outs real quick. I don't know if you got any. I want to shout-out Ringside Art, who made our dope-ass NXT tag team title boot-to-the-face logo that we got now rocking on Twitter. Um, I put those cards in the mail for you this week. You should get them soon, sir. I know I was late putting the cards in, but I did get you those. Uh, Shout-out Jonathan Dobrik. Sent me a Becky Lynch hoodie this week. I appreciate the hell out of that. That's uh, Dobro on Twitter. Shout out to my boys at Talkamania. You know, love them guys. Uh, other podcasts you should check out: Talkamania, Chick Foley doing the favor. East Coast Cast is another one I love. Um, just you know, independent podcasts supporting other independent podcasts. I really love that. You know, you know uh, who who we always shout out. And then they talk shit and shit on us. Or one half of them shit on us. Pedopolis? About us never giving them any shout outs. Fuck you, JP. Fuck you. Fuck you. Ooh. I'm just kidding. I love you, JP. I love you guys. I love the boys at Irish Whip Podcast. Um, that's another. I love, you know, they're, they're putting out content now again. Um, After fucking years of doing like one show every seven months. They went from the AEW. Um, Schedule to the <laughs> WWE schedule. Uh, good to have you guys back out there putting content out on the regular. Uh, yeah, that, that's uh, you know Pete Opus. You know like you, you mentioned it. There's no he, he. He's like he's like the fucking Jimmy Hart or like the Bobby Heenan. He's just everywhere, and he's just shouting out everybody, giving everyone credit, giving everyone. He's almost like a, a a podcasting promotional whore. Yes, is what Pete would be. That's he his is. name from here on out. He needs to change his Twitter handle to podcasting promotional whore Pete because he just whores out his services to everybody. No, Pete, Pete makes the most creative retweet, quote tweet post. He listens to the show and then he'll pull something out of what the show talked about. And I don't know. I just Pete's the man. Pete, even, Pete really even when we're trying to tell the truth. And even though he, he he wants, you know, being denied and doesn't want to listen to what we have to say and disagrees with everything we mentioned, he still gives a shout out. You know, like when we're talking about a flare or whatever it is, he still shouts us out. So thank you, Pete. I appreciate it. You and all your Lego action and, and toy hauls and what you post. I love it. I love it, Pete. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. We're assholes. We're sitting here giving people credit and then talking shit about them at the same time. No wonder <laughs> nobody likes us. Hey, you know what? That's why they don't follow us and block us from all the social medias they have. Oh, boy. Uh, it happens. It happens. Oh, boy. We're not even going to dignify that with a retort on our esteemed podcast here. This has been Boots to the Face episode 83. Marty, we've passed 100K. We're on our way to 150K. We're trying to get to 200. We want to get to a million like Irish Whip. Irish Whip got a million downloads earlier in this year. Or was it late last year? Congratulations to them. That's our goal. 
We're trying to be big like them. Full press radio, full press coverage, FPC underscore wrestling. We love being a part of that. This is just fun. I'm intoxicated. I'm just talking. We actually could do another show where we just like bullshit if we wanted to. I mean, I'm okay with that. Well, I this is what we'll do. I don't have to. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't have to get up in the morning to record anymore. So I'm good. We can keep going all night long. I got beer in the fridge. I got whiskey on the shelf. I am set. Fucking ready to go. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna end episode 83, and we might record a bonus episode just for the fuck of it. This has been Boots to the Face, episode 83. I'm Chris Rucker for my boy Marty Vasquez. Find us on Twitter at Boot to the Face, Instagram at Boot to the Face underscore. Find us on Full Press Radio. Find us on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Castbox, any kind of podcasting platform that you can think of. Boot to the Face is on there. And if you listen to this right now, go give us a rating, five stars, hopefully. Let us know what you think. Holla at your boys, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. Peace. Later.